Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Um, you know, really pleased with what I saw this morning. Went about uh, an hour and a half. Uh, got, I think, roughly you know, 90, 95 snaps. Uh, you count some of the special teams' work. Um, you know, probably 80, 80 to 85. Uh, you know, offensive and defensively. Uh, you got, you know, everybody got a chance to participate today. Um, you know, I thought it was a good, a good second scrimmage. You know, offense came out. Um, you know, really, really did well. You know, there early. You know, put them, you had some different situations. Uh, you know, two minute drive. Um, you know, tried to create just some things that I wanted to to make sure we saw. You know, two minute situation, red zone. Uh, you know, an offense series. Um, you know, worked some two point play situations, and then you know, then went out and just played 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 ball, and uh, you know, tried to tried to take the situations as they came. Um, you know, I thought our guys competed. You know, Jordan. You know, Jordan. Uh, uh, you did an outstanding job today in, in his work. You know, I think you know um, Johnny, Keon, um, Jaheem. I think all, all guys showed up. Um, you know, with, with scores at, at some point uh, throughout today. Um, you know, I thought that there were some some good runs. I thought the defensive line was impactful in um, you know creating some pressure on the quarterback. Uh, you know, there was uh, you saw guys flying around. There was a few missed tackles that we got to we got to clean up. But um, you know, uh, we also able to. You know, I know we created a, uh, you know, a takeaway, a takeaway or two is something we we want to do. I think Greedy Vance got an interception, um, you know, which was a, a really good play on on his on his uh, behalf. But uh, you know, all in all, I thought it was a, a really good work day for us. Um, our guys have, have competed hard, you know, through 15 practices, and you know, we still have uh, you know. A, you know, kind of a modified day that's going to show up on Wednesday as we continue to uh, to work and establish you know, what it's going to look like as we get into our LSU prep. Um, but you know, I think this film and um, you know just the, the the way our guys competed is really going to help um, you know, put put some guys in position to to be able to help us and and, and emerge in bigger roles. And you know, like I told the team, I mean, there's some guys that have played a lot of football that. Um, Man, you, you got to work, and you got to go get better, or I um, mean, you you can be passed by. And um, you know, that's uh, I really like our depth. I like the I like the uh, um, you know just the competitiveness within each room. But you know, as we're as we're you know getting closer, I mean, every every day count, every rep counts. And um, you know, we got got to we get a couple days off. You know, let our bodies uh, heal up a little bit. And, um, you know, like I said, our guys have been pushing at a very high level. Uh, so I'll give them. You know, tomorrow will be off. We're going to be you know, meetings on uh, on Tuesday, and then we come back to work there on Wednesday as we uh, as we prep to get into uh, to game week. Uh, you know, there that following Sunday. But um, all in all, really pleased uh, with the guys. No no major um, you know injuries that showed up today, which was something that you know second scrimmage you're always. Um, 
you know, is concerned, I guess, about. But I mean, I thought our guys went and and played. You know, you know, Jared was was impactful uh, early. You know, I thought that uh, uh, you know, Tatum Bethune, you know, he's been limited a little bit. You know, he really flew around. You saw his, you, know, you see his presence back. You know, you know, back there. Um, you know, you know, Kaitlyn Deloach. I mean, really, I thought some did, did some good things. But uh, you know, it's definitely definitely uh, fun seeing guys fly around. Morning, Mike. Uh, on the offensive line, through 15 practices, and especially today, how do you feel about that group that you feel like is emerging as your first five up? Well, you know, I mean, that's uh, I feel really good. And uh, you know, you, you mentioned the first five up. I mean, I think I think we have eight guys that are uh, that have put themselves in a position that I think, you know, these guys we can go win with. And, you know, there's still some moving pieces. There's still some things that uh, that we're going to we're gonna look at. Um, I feel like there's a couple guys below that that can play themselves up in, into, into expanding that group. But, uh, you know, I thought, you know, especially early on today, I mean, I thought that group was, was really good. You know, we um, – you know, we limited some guys. Maurice didn't get a ton of work today. Uh, you know, him and him and Casey, um, you know, were, the, were probably the first two you know, that that we uh, that we pulled after. You know, however many however many reps, twenty reps or so. Um, and those guys have, have looked really good. You know, Jeremiah Byers. You know, love what I'm seeing from him. Uh, you know, Rob Scott, bless Harris. I mean, it's uh, um, you know, it's it's an impressive group. You know, obviously we got Meach, and, and I can go through you know, you know most of those guys. But uh, you really like like the the way they work together, even when they're being uh, you know. Moved and put in, in different different positions, uh, you know, because that's that's part of the game. And you know, Darius Washington, I think he's playing his you know he's playing his best ball since he's been here. And uh, you know, his he played some center today. You know, obviously he, we all know the the versatility he brings, but you know, he is um, you know I, I thought he did a really nice job. You guys have spent so much time during this camp, you know, building depth and competition. Uh, mixing guys and, and rotating guys, but is it kind of fun when you see like the top 22 or 25 or 30 guys get out there and, and, you know, got to get a clearer picture of what it might look like on September 3rd? Yeah. I mean, that was one, one of the things that, you know, today was, was important about today, um, you know, to see, you know, that first offense go out and you see, you know, different guys play, you know, with and you know play you know, off of each other and and the ways that we can you know, utilize different different uh, you know skill sets talents um, you know there are you know I feel like we have a really good two deep um, that can play on on both sides of the ball and I, I really there's not a position right now that I'm that I'm overly concerned with now there, there might be some positions if we get a couple injuries or a couple guys down that could be you know you know thin quickly um but uh, I, I love the competitiveness and then seeing how you know not necessarily just an 11 that go out there but to see within the course of a series where you have 16 you know 18 guys that that might find the way dif in different personnel groupings or um you know whatever the situation calls for just base substitutions and you know the the, the the way our guys are pushing with that, you know, I thought our tempo was better today. It was something we still have to improve. I mean, that's going to be a critical, critical factor here these next two weeks is to be able to play faster. And, I, and I'm not just talking about offense; it's defense. Everybody, everybody involved. Um, you know, just the efficiency of our communication. You know, we're trying to create those you know, challenging elements. Um, but um, yeah, it's 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 good to see them out there and, and all working together. Hi, Mike, you, you mentioned Johnny, Keon, Jaheim as guys who, who are productive today. When they're all able to give you uh, their A game on the field at the same time, I guess what kind of matchups, issues of that kind of size 
do you do you see uh, having an impact on the offense this year? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think the experience uh, that those guys bring, the playmaking ability that they bring. Uh, you know, the, the physicality that they bring. Because it's not just – you could talk about guys catching the ball, but, I mean, just they're, they're, they're all big, strong, you know, determined blockers, which, you know, does great things for the run game. Um, you know, it's, it's, it allows us to, to maintain great balance and, you know, hopefully creating more one-on-one -on -one opportunities uh, for guys, you know, there on the edge. But, um, you know, I think it's a – it, it's a it's a really good group and it's you know, something exciting. Uh, you know, Destin Hill had a had a had a really big catch in the two minute situation. Um, you know, made a big play there. So it's like even you know Winston Wright got back. I mean, he was he was back out there today, and he was a guy I wanted to see in, in extensive work. And uh, he had a big play. You know, made a guy miss. So which is you know you start looking at you know where where that group can go. You know, on the perimeter. Um, you know, the multiple tight ends. You know, the the multiple receivers. Uh, it's a you know, we, we should be able to play fast, and we should be able to. To, to stay fresh and we should be able to you know you know have a lot of different options of um, of where to go with the ball depending on what we're what we're seeing so it still comes down to us and our execution and, and the efficiency of that um, but you know I, I like the, the growth I'm seeing Next will be Kurt Weiler from the Osceola. and Mike you, you talked about greedy Vance I feel like I mean I guess there weren't any Takeaways I know in the last scrimmage, it feels like there's been a lot throughout the fall, though. I know that was a, a, a challenge from Coach Fuller, Coach Sertan, about creating those takeaways. I guess, what, how have you seen, what do you think has been the biggest difference for them? Of just It feels like that's been a, a major turning point through the preseason 15 practices. You know, I mean, it's uh, we've got really good players, and uh, I think that, you know, I think Coach Sertan has done a remarkable job of, uh, you know, just giving them, you know, you know continuing to build upon the school, the, the tool and the skill sets uh, that they have, uh, you know, in playing the ball. And, um, you know, we want guys that are playmakers back there. And, you know, I think we've got a good group of that. But then, you know, also when you have a defensive front that can create pressure, uh, you know, make things uncomfortable for uh, for the offense and, and the quarterback, you know, I think Coach Fuller does a great job uh, with variations. Of, of looks and schemes and uh, you know all that all that works together in allowing you know you know more opportunities to to, to take the ball away and uh, you know we want it to be a, a point of emphasis we want that to be something that um, you know this defense is known for and it's whether it's creating a takeaway or forcing a three and out you know both get them, get the ball back to the offense as quick as possible so you know those are things that we're really you know tied into and uh, you know I know our guys are um, working hard at uh, you know, being the best we can in in that regards. You spoke about Jordan having a good day. How did the other quarterbacks do? And how do you view the QB2 situation after 15 practices? You know, I think they, they all had their moments today. And, um, you know, I think, you know, Tate has had a really good uh, you know, fall camp. I think, uh, you know, you see AJ, you see Brock. I mean, you know, Brock is, is progressing at a, at, a, at a very, you know, a high level, and I and I and I really like the consistency of what he's shown. But you know, the, he had a couple of plays today that you know he's got to learn from, and uh, you know it's part of being a you know part of being a true freshman. But uh, ultimately, you know, for where we are right now, I mean, no, nobody's going to stop a game just because a true freshman is is uh, you know putting himself in a position to, to step on the field. So uh, you know, we've got to we, you, we all have to push. I mean, I think uh, you know Tate has done you know. His overall understanding of the offense, what, what we want him to do, we've seen it you know, live in action. But, I mean, all those guys are continuing to compete. And uh, you know, today's film will be a, a great evaluation. But we grade everything. I mean, so we have 15, 15 practices, two scrimmages. Um, you know, like I mentioned, last week we had guys live, a couple guys live that uh, um, you know, we wanted to see them in those, in those 
you know, when the possibility of being hit of, you know, just what it looks like. And, you know, so we've got, uh, you know, great, great evaluations in all those areas. And uh, you're definitely excited uh, about, about that quarterback room. It's a talented room and it's one that, uh, you know, I believe that, um, you know, I believe we got one of the best quarterbacks in the, in the country, um, you know, in Jordan Travis. And, you know, ultimately you got guys that we can win with that are in that room with him. You know, in college football today, a lot of teams, you guys included, put some of your best players on special teams. Um, but have any of these freshmen, newcomers, you know, impressed you guys to a point where you feel like we need some of these guys out there too? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's been impressive watching, you know, that group as they're coming in and they're learning. Um, you know, the defensive back group, uh, the, the you know, Ashton Barker, um, you know, um, you know, Conrad Hussey, Edwin Joseph. I mean, we can, you know, you go through all of them. I mean, Quinn, Quinn has been here, so we kind of, you know, understand what he's going to be. Uh, Jabril Rawls, I think, has a great future. Um, but, uh, you know, seeing that defensive back group is really, really good. Um, you know, I think, I think, you know, a couple of the, those guys will, will be able to, uh, to help us here this year as they, as they continue to progress. Uh, you know, I love, uh, you know, a couple of guys at linebacker that really stood out, you know, have st stood out to me is, you know, Justin Cryer and, um, you know, Blake Nicholson. Both, both those guys, I think, are, have really taken a step, uh, you know, to they're b battling to see, you know, five, six, you know, where they're going to sit in that rotation, um, you know, of, of, you know, battling for that time defensively. But on the flip side of it, you know, I think it'd be great, you know, impact players there on special teams and, uh, you know, offensively, you know, we're continuing, you know, it's, you know, Dustin Hill, uh, you know, is a guy that, you know, had the skill positions, but then all the, all of our tight ends, I think, have a, have a chance, uh, which, is some, which is something we've wanted to create. And, I mean, these guys have, have really embraced that. And, um, you know, most of the, the other receivers, I think, are, uh, you know, guys that are veteran or have shown that they can do that. We asked you about the kicking game probably about this time last week, I guess now with the extra data points. Uh, how are you feeling about it? Is anyone kind of emerging in that battle as, as who you would lean on this season? You know, it's been great. And, uh, you know, today we had a game-winning kick situation that, that showed up in the two-minute uh, um in the two-minute portion of it, and um, you know, was able to go out there and execute. I mean, I, the, you know, we, same thing as in quarterback. You go and you you grade every day, chart every kick. You know, looking at looking at what team, you know, whether it's charting team, pressure situations. Um, you know, and I like what I see, and I think, uh, um, you know, not not ready to sit there and say you know one way or the other. Um, but uh, you know, we've we we've had we've had some. Uh, some great consistency from both those guys, and I think both of them, you know, absolutely can win with us or win for us. Um, but you know, I, I think it's a, a very talented, you know, kicking room uh, that is that is absolutely improved through the competition. So you know, proud of the, proud of those guys. I thought Alex had his best day, you know, punting today. You know, put, putting the work that he had, uh, did a, did a remarkable job, and uh, you know, really like where he's at as well. Uh, I guess were the, uh, the you talked a lot of guess about the passing game. I guess were the the running backs. What did you see from them today? Were they live again? And I guess how how big do you think that rotation might be as you get into game prep? It might be. I mean, because I is a guy who I don't know if we thought factored into it, but he he's pretty been pretty impressive this preseason. Yeah, we had uh, you know Trey Trey and LT were were. Uh... You know, we, we had them in green jerseys. Uh, you know, they 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 were live last week, and we, we've seen we've seen. You know, a lot of good work out of those guys, and um, their their approach to practice. You know, I, I uh, didn't need to see them tackled to the ground. You know, a whole, whole lot of times uh, you hear today. So, uh, you know, they got some work and they did did some good things. Um, but I, I really 
like the emergence of that next group of backs. And, uh, you know, Rodney was a little limited this week. You know, we plan on getting him back uh, back active and rolling here, um, you know, this this upcoming week. But, I mean, he had a remarkable scrimmage last week. So, love what I'm seeing from him. Kaziah has, uh, you know, really emerged as a guy that can help us, as, as well as C.J. Campbell. Both of them had big runs today. Uh, you know, C.J., you know, C.J. looked really good on, on a couple of uh, a couple of cuts and, you know, making guys miss. Um, but I think I think that group is, you know, we got five guys that I feel really comfortable uh, being able to go in and, and play at a play at a high level. You know, obviously we feel like we've got you know dynamic players there, and uh, we'll see, you know we'll see what that looks like. You know, Trey Benson is, is uh, uh, him and LT. They played a lot of football here, and uh, but you got guys that um, you know can be very explosive and, and dynamic with the ball in their hands, and you know with and without the ball in their hands. Uh, so I really like that group, and you know I'll tell you guys proud of today. You know, Sam Singleton uh, was kind of been been you know nursing a little bit of an ankle uh, you know this past week, and you know he came out today and you know, showed speed, showed elusiveness. Um, you know we we needed that day for him. You know he had a really good first week, uh, you know week week and a half. But uh, you know, I was proud of Sam. I, I found him after the scrimmage and and, and uh, you know gave him a little love because that was that was uh, it was exciting for for what we what we needed and I think a little bit for what he needed too. You never want to see it, but it happens in a lot of camps, um, college football teams around the country, where you get to a point after you know maybe a week and a half, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Where you know the kind of the monotony sets in, and, and you have to fight through that. Did you guys ever have that? Have you had that during this camp? Um, to, to and and have, how have you seen them respond to that? Uh, you know, I've really been really pleased with the, the the approach and the work. I mean, there was a you know one of our first uh, you know I guess less less physical practice. We practice physical, and I mean it's a you know we're going to go out there and we're going to push each other to get better. Uh, but one of the first days that we took. You know, took the pads off and, or, you know, backed off of a little bit of the physicality part of it. We had a, a mental lapse for a few periods there in practice, um, and you know, it was addressed, it was corrected, and you know, and improved upon. Um, you know, I've been I've been proud of this team, and that's it's life. I mean, you you go through life, and there's times you you want to find the moments to be comfortable. You want to find the moments to take a break, to take a rest. Um, you know, we build we build times for rest in, but you know, when it's time to work, we got to work, and that's where you know the the maturity of the team. You know, I've been I've been really pleased with that. The competitiveness of the team. Uh, the you know even guys that maybe have not been available at times. You know, just to see the the engagement that they have. Um, from a mental aspect, I mean, Shane Brown today was awesome. I mean, when we're, we're we're repping some of the younger guys, and you know, he's standing out there in the middle of the field with me, helping helping kind of coach the coach the defensive the, the some of those neat defensive uh, uh, you know secondary guys. That I mean, I was just you know, you see he could be over there sitting on the you know sitting on on the sideline and you know drinking water or Powerade, but you know he chose to come out and you know. That's what you want within a team. You want to see guys that encourage each other. They push each other. They, you know, because the emotion and the, the the desire to to that, that you have, uh, you know, to want to take a break, it's always going to be there. But when you're willing to push and and you know do a little bit more, I mean, that's where you get a chance to take some some giant steps. So you know, we still got another week before school starts, and so uh, you know, we'll still have those those challenges. I'm sure will be there for us, and we get to make the choice of how we respond. So just following up on that a little bit, do you think that baseline for their energy, for their level of engagement came 
since spring, or do you think this is something that has developed over the past season, having a bulk of that team returning from last year? I mean, it's a, you know, it's a progression in life. And, you know, everybody comes from different places, different backgrounds, you know, had different expectations. Um, but when you get here, I mean, there's there's one expectation, to, to get better every day and to push to be your best. That's, that is what the expectation is. It's not for, you know, the freshman that comes in any different than for the head coach. If, if, we're, if, if we cannot be that for each other, um, then probably not willing to, to do all the things that are necessary to, to go accomplish all that we have in front of us and you know I, I tell you guys all the time I don't I'm not gonna set limits on this team you know I really love coaching this team uh, I love coaching this team because I watch the growth I, saw, I see the the maturity I mean you you have to have you have to have momentary failures as we as we go through this too you gotta you, I mean you have to get knocked down you gotta you know because I think in those in those times you get a chance to to get up to get better you know to see who's really gonna help hold you accountable um, you know because if if you didn't care, I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't do it. But we we care about these guys and their growth. And um, so yes, are we better now than we were in the spring? We have to be, all right. But on the flip side of it, I think it's been something that's been built here over years. And when guys come in in, in the recruiting process, you know, they know the expectation. And that's why I tell them all the time: Florida State is not for everybody. It is just for the real ones. It's for the ones that that when they say they want to go and accomplish uh, great things, then you know we're, we're going to help them work towards it. You guys were real excited when you brought in Coach Sertan, um, and he obviously has, has had a lot of success everywhere he's been. But um, after being around him now eight months, what he's added to the program, can you just talk about some of the things he's he's brought to the staff but also the players? Yeah, it starts with the relationships. I mean, you know, the, the, the football IQ, the experiences, all those things, that's – that's the that's the extra benefit, um, but you know you see a man that cares about people and he cares about the staff. He cares about who he gets to do it with. You see a man that uh, um, you know, really cares about his players, not just not just the guys that are sitting in his room, but you know seeing the engagement that he has, um, you know a, a across the entire team. I mean it's uh, it's it's what we want, and uh, you know I've been fortunate throughout my coaching career to, to be around a lot of great assistant coaches and guys that are now head coaches, and you know you watch. You, you watch how they interact with the, with each other, and you know there's a, there's two uh, uh, two characteristics that I'll, that I'll, that are an absolute necessity in any person that that comes and works on the staff. And one, they got to be led from the heart. You know, the relationships have to matter, um, and then they've they got to be willing to pour everything into the into the guys they have um, you know on a daily basis, not just what who they are on the field, but uh, you know making sure that. Um, you know, in, in every in every area that they're that we're willing to give all to help our players to achieve what they can achieve, and you know, Pat is is a wonderful example of that. You know, he did it in, at uh, you know the high school ranks, and you saw the growth and development, and and uh, you know the incredible program that he was able to to build up. But then, you know, on the flip side of it, you know, what he's been able to do here in eight months has been really uh, really special. All right, thank you, coach. All right, thank you, guys. Adam, how's it going? Hey, Bay, you look relaxed. I am relaxed. Thank you for noticing. Uh, coach Norvell mentioned Shaheen Brown as someone who took a really hands-on role in helping coach guys up today. Seems like he stood out a lot this week from an impact standpoint. I guess what have you seen from him this camp? Is he someone who's kind of kicking into gear at, at, at the right time? Um, yeah, I, we got to continue to kick. 
Um, but I like where, I mean, he is moving in the right direction. He's been trending in that right direction, you know, since camp two years ago uh, when we really invested in him and putting him in that role last year. You know, it was all because I thought he deserved it, but I also think he has the ability both on the field, but I think he's a really good teammate. Uh, I think the guys love him. Uh, I know he loves the team. Um, you know, he's, you know, whether it's offense or defense, you know, Shai's usually somebody that's right in the middle of it, um, you know, trying to encourage. I think it's one of his really positive character traits, um, you know, but Shai will be a very important player for us this season. Uh, I think he's got all the ability to do multiple things, and we're going to need him to play at a high level, and I do believe in him. Hey, Coach. Uh, Coach Norvell mentioned that um, you guys had at least one or maybe a couple takeaways. And he specifically mentioned Greedy Vance having one. Uh, how good was it to see some of that? I know last week that was something you wanted to see more of. Yeah, definitely want to. Um, you know, Greedy made a, it was a right, really good one-on-one -on -one play. You know, I thought the offense was do, doing a pretty good job of the throw game of just executing. But you know, they throw one-on-one, -on -one and you know the way we coach it and the way you know Coach Sertan coaches it is. You know, that ball's in the air. There is no wideout. There is no DB. You know, it's about the aggressor. And Grady did a nice job, went up and made the play, you know, gave us the ball at midfield, you know, to change possession. You know, I think we've knocked a couple balls on the ground today, too. I don't know if we really came up with many of them. But, you know, definitely I thought we made a lot of strides during the week, too, of just, you know, I've talked about, you know, the opportunities of making sure that we're, we're, we're working at the football. You know, even if they don't get out, you, you got to really work it. And I thought we actually we had probably had one of our better weeks of just punching and attacking the football. Um, you know, so I, I think that's got to continue. All right, next will be Chris Neal, Adam, when you have your first team type guys out there, whether it's 12, 18 guys total for that personnel group that you trust, how good is that defense capable of being? Um, I mean, we got a chance to be, you know, as good as as good as there is. You know, I think we got a really strong nucleus of players. Um, you know, we're constantly trying to build depth uh, because you know you're going to need it. Um, but I feel really confident about the group of guys that we have, and um, you know, we're going to have to continue to work at it and continue to ex execute on game days. And uh, but. You know, I don't, I don't put any limits on what this group can accomplish, uh, both defensively and as a team. And we've got the right people, um, but that right group of people needs to continue to push in the right direction. And I've got no, no questions about who we coach right now. And I'm excited to go to work and jump into this season with them. Hey, Adam, uh, Mike talked about Tatum Bethune kind of making his, his presence felt when he was out there today after he's been a little limited early in camp. I guess, what have you seen from him? And I guess, what does he mean to, I mean, I'm sure he is one of the guys who's valuable to a, a group of so many younger linebackers. You know, Tatum's somebody that you could absolutely see him having an impact after football just with his character, his personality, uh, his encouragement. Um, he's just... You know, he's got such a maturity to him. And uh, I think we noticed that right when he walked through the door last year. You know, he's got good quickness. He's physical. Um, he, he, he's smart. You know, but I just think his maturity is really important to this football team. Um, he's got a really good um, way of looking at things. And, uh, you know, like I said, very mature. He's a winner. You know, he won in high school. Um, he's been on really good defenses. And he will do everything he can this year to make sure that himself, this defense, and this team 
reaches whatever potential that we have. We'll go back to Brendan. Speaking with the linebackers, what have you seen from DJ Lundy this preseason camp? Uh, is he someone else who, who seems to be progressing in a good direction? Yep. Um, I would say right now he's our most improved linebacker, you know, and so that's saying something. Um, you know, I thought OG did, he was, Omar was probably our most improved in the spring. Um, but when somebody's going into, you know, I guess that's it's year four for DJ. And when DJ's going into that and he's shown the growth um, that he's had, just, you know, I, I think he's, he's trending in a really strong direction. And, you know, he's somebody that I think can affect, you know, the third down pass rush too and um, just offers us some opportunities uh, because how physical and, and, and twitchy he is. Um, you know, but really, really impressed with the way he's gone about the work here the last three weeks. When you guys ho hired uh, Coach Sertan, you know, you talked about how much time you spent with him and just trying to get to know him and, and you obviously knew his resume. Um, now that you guys have been with him for this amount of time, like, are there things you see at practice or in meetings where you're like, okay, that's great. He's bringing that. Like, the, is has he been more maybe than you guys even expected? I think I more just his personality. I'm so pleased, you know, because when you try to speed this hiring process up, you know, I dealt with my limited information with him early, just when he was at Heritage, and then I trusted really the people that were around him from outside of that, you know, at the Dolphins. And then, you know, that week that really, really tried to spend as much time as, you know, he was still coaching with the Dolphins. You know, I had a, I had a feeling about it that I thought our personalities would really connect. Um, and he's exactly what I thought he would be from a standpoint of, you know, there's never a situation that he's uncomfortable, you know, even whether he doesn't know, whether he's an expert at it, uh, whether it's relationships, he's got a really easygoing but demanding personality to him. And I think our players gravitate towards that. You know, listen, you could be a great player and like he was, um, you know, with great history and guys will read about it, they'll be excited. That only lasts for a week or so until the players really say, okay, this guy's invested in me. Now he not only was a player, but he can teach me, but just the day-to-day -day workings of with, with, with Coach Sertan for me has been – you know, it's been exciting because I'm, I'm, I'm in that room with him a lot. And just to see his relationship grow with those guys and see the trust and just his everyday personality, that's the thing that I would jump out because I knew he would know how to play defensive back. Um, we were all different types of teachers. Um, I knew, you know, that teaching component would be there. Um, it was just a matter of, you know, what type of um, what type of tone he would set with that group. And just really pleased at this point with him. I've got a two-part question, if that's okay with, with everyone around. All right, first off, how was tackling this week uh, compared to last week's scrimmage? And then secondly, uh, just a general question about Jared Verse. Like, what have you seen from him in terms of growth from the day he got here, you know, spring and a half ago to, to now, where, where there is he's, he's grown the most in? Yeah, I, I thought, you know, from last week, I wanted our physicality and practice to show up. Um, you know, I think in today's day when you're you're thudding the football and – where you're trying to keep guys up during practice, which is how you have to practice. You know, there's, there's a way to do that and still bring physicality. So I think throughout the week, I thought we did a much better job. I, that, that went back to Ira's question, too, of just, 
you know, the ball disruptions and attacking it. I thought we made a lot of strides th this past week just in allowing our guys to practice hard and physical, but being smart at the same way. I thought today, you know, I thought there were some really good open field plays. I know Conrad Hussey, Ashwin Barker had some really good tackles in the open field. Um, you know, I, but we did miss a few too, you know, and I think it's something that you're never going to say, okay, we're there, let's walk away from that fundamental. And I just think there's, you know, we've got a chance, you know, every Saturday or Sunday to get judged on what that is. And we got to have competitive excellence to, you know, make sure we're executing at that time. But, you know, I do like the mindset in the way that we practice this week. Um, were we perfect today? No. Um, but I, I think it's, it's never something that you're going to check the box and say, let's move on. Um, because tackling is the name of the game. If you don't take it away, you got to be able to tackle it. And, you know, I think our pursuit level has been really good. Um, I thought the energy and that things, but we do need to create, um, you know, those one-on-one -on -one tackle situations as much as we can. we got to make sure that we're executing. Thanks for being Matt Lacerre from Warchant. Uh, sorry, Coach Norvell mentioned Justin Cryer earlier. Uh, what have you seen in his improvements this this camp and especially having to make such a quick transition yeah i mean it was a quick turnaround for justin and you know with the background that we did you know we're pleased with him you know he's a good really good size frame backer that has good footwork smart um he plays with good knockback um we just got to keep pushing the development with him you know and um it's going to be a lot of work you know to get him ready for this year but we're going to work through it I think he's he's definitely going to have an impact in our football program, you know, whether it's on special teams or just in development ways this year. We'll see where that ends up, uh, but we are happy to have him. He fits us, and I think he'll be a good player in his career here at Florida State. All right, last one's going to go to Ira. You guys brought in um, you know some good DBs, and you already had good DBs, and there's a lot of guys that have played multiple positions, and a lot of guys who have started a ton of games. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about the offensive line has way more than five starters, and it feels like maybe the secondary has more than five starters. Um, how 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 do you guys plan to handle that, and and how have the guys handled that so far? Yeah, good question. You know, we brought in a really strong class this year. Um, you know, and you put that on top, and you got to add Fentrell to that class. You know, and then the year before, really the the one from that class, it was Azaria. You know, and. So, and then before that, you know, you obviously had Jamie, Shy, Kevin. Um, so you put the, all those groups together, and then you, you have the J-Dub, Renardo, and Akeem that were here, uh, or J-Dub came in year one. That's the group. And so um, it's a group that we've recruited really well, we've evaluated well, but also then you get the Renardo, Akeem, J-Dub development. And so it's kind of a mixture of that uh, because we're going into – Later in our years here of year four, you know, you got a chance to create multiplicity to get your best players out there, whether that's with J Dub at nickel, um, you know, whether it's Greedy playing some corner, playing some nickel. Obviously, our ability to move Kevin back uh, makes it a lot easier having played defense for us for multiple years. And then these young guys, now you bring them in, and I mentioned it last, last week, you know, when you're trying to get maybe that late second, that third group, those are guys that are going to, they've got the ability to play. Now, we played over almost 200 snaps of six and seven DB sets. So, you know, you need those scholarship numbers because the amount of 
man-match coverage we play, so those guys are running a whole lot. The physicality that the safety's got to play with. And, you know, we do play enough dime football that you're going to get, make sure those guys get out there. So I think the answer, Ira, is making sure that there's some guys that play limited spots uh, just because it's best for them and our team. Some guys play multiple, and that's our way to create some depth. Um, and, you know, I don't know if I'm answering your full question, but you know, we're definitely – this, this DB class was outstanding. I mean, this, this group that we brought in, you know, I feel good. Is everyone going to be a starter player this year? No. But every one of them belongs at Florida State. Some guys will immediately help out on multiple special teams. Some guys will, you know, help out on some, on some longer rotations. Um, but it's constant. I mean, we, we've lined – I mean, Shaheem was a great example. You know, his freshman year he came in, he basically redshirted. He played about 30 snaps. Kevin almost started just about every game that year as a true freshman. And, you know, now I think they're both really good players. You know, Kevin hasn't gone here and Shaheem stayed down. You know, Shaheem's kind of risen up. So, you know, we play a lot of them. We're going to need them all. And we make sure that we get them playing in multiple spots so that we get the best group on the field each down. All right. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, guys. Hey, JP, just wanted to get your assessment of the kicking game at this point after two scrimmages. You know, I was really uh, pleased with the, the kicking today. I thought all of our specialists had a good day. Um, we were perfect on our, our kicks. I think Tyler was two for two today. Ryan was one for one on field goals. Um, we made all of our PATs. I thought the punters both had really good days, both uh, with directional punting and, and uh, hang time and distance. So I thought today was our best day probably as a unit. Uh, for the specialists. Um, in terms of just overall assessment, uh, you know, I think in terms of kickers, I think both guys have had a really good camp. And, um, you know, uh, I think here in the next week or so, obviously we're going to have, have to make it some tough decisions, but um, both guys have competed well. There's been pretty consistent uh, performances from, from both kickers. And, um, you know, that's a good thing to have that, have that kind of competition in camp uh, makes everybody better. And then it also obviously creates depth for your uh, roster moving forward. Ira? Sticking with that, the kickers, you know, because they're both older guys, do you think, are you confident they both understand that no matter who takes the first kicks on September 3rd, like that there's a chance one or both, you know, both of them might end up being needed and, or do you even talk about that or do they just understand it? Uh, you know, we haven't really gone there yet in, ter in terms of, you know, what that would look like, but I, th I think they understand how it works and I think uh, both guys know that, um, you know, you got to be ready when, when your number's called, regardless of the situation. And, um, you know, they compete well together. Um, I think there's a good relationship and a good bond there. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like the competition, although I know both of them want to win the job, um, I think they also are going to be supportive teammates. And uh, if, if they're needed in the season, if, if we have to ever have a situation where the other guy is up, I think they're, they're, they'll certainly be ready to roll. Matt, with war uh, yeah, last week you said uh, Edmund and Turner were both stands out at, standouts at defensive end. How did they look this week? Uh, you know, I thought uh, Byron. You know, I thought had a really good scrimmage today. Um, he did. He did a lot of good things. I, I thought Gilbert uh, also had a good day. Um, you know, I haven't had an opportunity to watch the tape yet, but um, those guys continue to progress, and and um, you know, I'm I'm pleased with with our progress. I feel really good with with that top four defensive end group. 
Um, and now, you know, it's about continuing to get them better and then, you know, finding that, that next guy that's going to be the, the fifth guy behind that, that top group of four. Uh, Coach Norvell talked about uh, Jared making an impact early today. He said, I guess, what have you seen from Jared this offseason going into year two? And, I mean, it's an obvious question, but when he's out there, how much of a difference does it make for everyone else? Well, you know, Jared's an extremely hard worker. Um, you know, going into year two, I think his teammates probably know him better. I think he's probably a little bit more com comfortable in, in a leadership-type role. Um, so I thought through the offseason, um, you know, I thought I, th I could see him kind of growing into that role of a little bit more of an assertive leadership position. Um, in terms of the impact that he makes, I think he's one of the, you know, I think he's a an elite defensive lineman. So, you know, when, when he's on the field, um, you definitely feel his, his presence and uh, he can impact games in a lot of different ways and, and having him out there today, uh, you did feel his presence and you did feel his impact. Ira, last one. With the return guys, do you envision it'll be a situation where these are the two guys on kick returns and this is the guy, one guy on punt returns and you've worked a lot of guys there, but how do you expect that to play out? No, I, I think we'll, we'll be settled into the, the group that, that is going to be our primary kick return guys. Um, you know, we have, we have uh, some pretty good depth in the kick return game, so I do think we have some flexibility and some, some multiplicity in, in terms of that. Uh, punt returner will be settled in in, in terms of, of who we want it to be. Uh, we may use two, two guys depending on situations, but um, once, we, once we settle into that and, and coach is ready to announce how we're going to handle that, um, you know, I think we'll, we'll be pretty, we'll be pretty uh, comfortable with, with who those guys are. Awesome. Thanks, JP. Thank you. Norvell praised how Jordan Travis did. How did you think he performed? And also, how did you think those other quarterbacks handled today, including the guys that you guys turned live? Jordan was Jordan. He got in there, operated efficiently, made good decisions, you know, took care of the ball. So it's good to see him go out there and operate, you know, at a high level. So sometimes you get accustomed to seeing it, and then oh, you kind of take it for granted. But, I mean, he's a special player. Uh, it seemed like Coach Darbell talked a lot about the the passing game, a number of guys making big plays and scoring today. When, I mean, with, with that first-team offense, especially the passing game, when it's really clicking with the the mismatches and things it can create, I guess, just what, what's it like to watch that? And just, I mean, how how beneficial is, do you think, how how guys can play off each other? I mean, I think the positive came from, you know, we had our whole, you know, operation going from communication to everything from sideline on. And I think the biggest thing we saw was the, just the growth over the summer, being able to get the signal, get lined up, operate with tempo and confidence. So that helps to pass the game quickly because we can get lined up and operate. And now guys are not worried about their assignment. They're looking at what the defense is going. So a receiver cannot just say, okay, what do I have on this route? He sees it, knows it, and he's looking forward and kind of predicting or visualizing what he's going to see as he starts attacking downfield, which operates and make it faster. So I think that helps the pass game. Now, we got guys that are matching match problems and, you know, some cause issues, but I mean, everybody ain't just playing man coverage. So you got to, you know, sometimes you got to know how to get to find these holes and get to these spacings and, and know what route depth and things like that. It goes beyond just the mismatch. So I think those guys did a good job of operating within the system seeing the signal, getting lined up, and not just processing their assignment, but attacking what they're seeing in front of them. You guys, you know, you brought back a lot of really nice skill players, but then you added in some really nice skill players as well. Like, what have you seen from Jordan in terms of, um, you know, just, uh, I guess, 
using all of the the weapons you guys have and how how is he how excited has he been about trying to you know find the best mismatch but also kind of spread the ball around yeah i mean you know he's doing what what the deep what, like he's allowing the game to come to him where he's not just saying okay i gotta get the ball to this guy right. no you have a weapon at each spot whoever gets it in those situations can be special with the ball so now he's more attacking what the defense give him. And now if you take that underneath throw, it can go from three yards to 12 yards because of the special players catching the ball. So I think it, it does. When we get to the matchups, you got to, you know, they got them all covered down and it's it's, it's zero, it's cover one. Yeah, somebody got to go in. Yeah, there's a preferable matchup. But at the end of the day, it's really those players that are catching the ball and doing what they do after the catch. And I think that's what's been a relief for Jordan is I don't have to – force or, or, or go for that big gusto, I could take the check down, I could take the underneath throws, and it still can, you know, and you still get big plays out of them because of the players that we have that can do that. Eric? Was there a moment today where you're just like, okay, like something clicked, like in the player's mind, it was either on the field, off the field, the way that they communicated, the way that they were paying attention, their mindset, just a single moment where you're like, all right, like this is exactly what we're looking for. Big thing I watch in practice is their eyes. You know, um, uh, there's like a process when a player. So when a player, when we call a player from the sideline, they're looking at you. That's the first part. Of it. And they run on the field, and they should be knowing exactly where they're going. Now they're looking at the defense. A lot of times you get nervous when their eyes are. They're looking at you, and then they get the call, and they're still kind of looking at you, like trying to process what they're going to do. And then they run out there, and they're still processing what they're going to do. And then they line up, hoping they do it right. And that comes through repetition, come through being comfortable. So it's so much like you can't, like they can meet to death. Unless we do it a bunch of times, it doesn't really matter. So we're starting to see that confidence in the assignment. Because, I mean, we're throwing a whole game, man, the whole deal is in. We're not limited. So, you know, for them to start to settle down, the install settle down a little bit, to see them operate with efficiency, that was the moment I saw it as far as, like, they're looking at you when you call the play in the huddle. And when they take the field, they're looking at the defense and they're going right to their spots. The more we can get that thing sharper, the better we can operate. Coach Norvell said, uh, I think Destin Hill had a, a, a nice catch in, in two-minute drill today. It seems like he's good for a, a, a real nice play a day pretty much. How impressed have you been? I mean, for a guy who was out of organized football for so long, how he's hit the ground, and it seems like there's no freshman wall he's kind of hitting either. That's just my mindset. You know, our job as coaches is we have talented players. And, you know, the work is hard, I man. It's a long camp. It's every day. It's all day. It's not like a refreshment period. So really, it's, it's, it's training the, the, the mindset of how to approach. But at the end, he has something that's hard to find. He has desire. Whereas you don't have to motivate or inspire him. It's already in him. He knows why he's doing it. He knows why he wants to do it. So those are the ones you have to protect from themselves. As long as there's work, he's going to go find it. So he, he's a get after it. I really want to praise his mindset and his approach of his preparation, which is allowing him to have those opportunities. So, you know, sometimes as a coach, you have a guy with all the talent in the world, but the desire is not quite there yet. So you have to inspire them for the desires. And so instead of making them meet, they want to meet, they want to go get the work. He has that in him already, man. You know, he comes from a wonderful high school program. And he doesn't I mean he 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 under he knows why he's working and what he wants to get out of this. That's one. Coach, I know for you guys on the offensive line, it, it's do your job, just focus singularly on your job, but how easy or easier does it become for a guy to do his job when he has the confidence that the guy beside him knows how to do his job? And where are you guys at in that process? 
Yeah, I mean, that's why early on, you know, we had a couple of new pieces. I don't move them around. I keep them in one spot so they can learn and build the confidence to be able to do that before we start building the, the depth in other spots of continuity. But, yeah, also, because now, for example, when you first get in camp, the O-line makes every call. You know, they get up there and they might say, hey, this is us two to these two. And, I mean, they're giving away everything and they're calling. Now you start seeing the continuity where they don't even have to say much. They understand I know he knows what I mean when I do something where I have a particular action. I know he knows when I'm dummy calling when I'm really giving the call. I know he knows why I'm widening out here. Those things come with the continuity coming in. We have a bunch of that. We had a bunch of guys, you know, that out there that's played a lot of reps. So, you know, I, I am spoiled in that fact. I've had the same guys for a while. But those new guys starting to see them take on that where they're building that relationship and that room, the continuity. That, that, I, I give those guys a... a, a, a a salute for that because the, the closeness of the room is starting to show with what I'm seeing in the less, I know it's going to sound crazy, less communication because they already know the guy knows. Ira? Coach Norvell said that he thinks Darius is playing, you know, his best football since he's been here. Um, and he, you know, he's one of those guys that like Maurice, that got thrown into it right, right away, probably when they weren't ready. Um, how much fun has it been to watch him this year, you know, kind of being healthier and bigger and stronger and, uh, we already know about his versatility, but how kind of how far has he come, even from last season? Darius embodies the the total of what we want a guy to become once they get into that fourth and fifth year of going all five spots, knowing how to practice, knowing how to operate, knowing the expectation. He is the embodiment of that because when we got in, he had to show the surgery, and then he had a knee deal last year, and now he's fully healthy and ready to roll. So he. He's having fun. He's playing with confidence. And that's what I tell those O-linemen. The game doesn't get fun until you know what to do. And you're in good shape and you're strong. It is not fun to play with linemen when you don't know what to do, you're not strong, and it's hard to get through practice. You know, like it's not, it's not an enjoyable experience. He's getting the fruit of those labor where now it's fun. So that's when you start playing your best ball because I know what to do. I know what to expect. I know how my body's going to feel when I'm tired. I know what's going to hurt when it happens. I've been there before. So some of those young guys, you know, they haven't hit that fun part yet. It's still a it's still a challenge for them, and I make sure it's a challenge in, in, in how I operate with them. But he's at the fun part of it. now. It's now it's oh my! Like I love coming to practice. I love coming to work because I know what to expect. I know what to do, and if I have a mistake, I know exactly what I did right after the play. For the last one, uh, I I think you got asked last week. I guess we can kind of double back. How close do you think you are to having kind of your five? And I know you got to have more than five on an offensive line, but having your your five guys. Kind of picked out. There are eight guys that can go in as football games. Two more that can go in a game and operate at a high level, and, and we'll see if they can win again. They just haven't done it yet, so I feel good with that room. But um, I think it's a unique situation where we play more than five. Okay, thanks, coach.